Hey guys, what's up? What's up? Hey, welcome to Coffee Thoughts. Welcome back to Coffee Thoughts. It has been approximately two weeks since I've posted an episode and I, first of all, I'm terribly sorry because I hate missing episodes. I've uh, been doing pretty damn good this year with doing an episode a week, but as you know, I was traveling. I was in the UK for the last couple weeks and my I didn't bring my camera. I forgot to bring my camera, but also my memory card snapped right in half before I left and um, I didn't end up making a backlog. <clears throat> anyway, whatever, we're back. Epis this is episode 42, I think. I don't know, 42, 43, whatever. But uh, yeah, hope you guys are doing well. I just got back from the gym. Might be a little bit greasy, look a little bit greasy today, but I said fuck it and start the episode now. But before I get into the episode, I want to play you guys a song because I don't do that enough. <clears throat> so to my guitar real quick. Anyway, so this is uh, a song I wrote when I was just a wee, a wee lad. I was about 16, maybe 17. And uh, this is a song that I've always enjoyed. And, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I'm uh, like tangled up here. Um, yeah, this song is called Brand New Tattoos. And I never released it. But anyway, I just wanted to give you guys this little, little treat before I get into the podcast. I had quite a few revelations recently, and um, yeah, I figured I needed to play a song, so hopefully, you dig it. <clears throat> Me. 
I've heard the devil as he speaks Whispers and screams But my arms are open so wide And will be until I enjoyed that one though. Alrighty. Okay. Well, let's get into the podcast, everybody. So number one, if you haven't made yourself a uh, coffee, tea, hot chocolate, beverage of your choice, pause this video. Go ahead and pause it and go brew yourself a nice cup of <clears throat> happiness. And uh, this, because this is going to be probably a bit of a longer episode. So yeah, man, uh, I'm going to talk about a couple different things today, as I, as I usually do. Um, but I'm going to start off with, uh, I was just on tour in the UK with the red jumpsuit apparatus and, um, the bottom line and my friend Aaron and yeah, it was great. It was, uh, it was a wonderful time and, uh, <clears throat> it was, it was one of the coolest tours I've ever done in a lot of tours. I say that, I pretty much do say that after every tour, but every tour just kind of means something different and this one was different in the way that when I when I leave when I go on a tour um, I've kinda had this for quite a while I have this standard of I want to feel as comfortable like on stage or meeting people as I do like when I'm just in my room by myself uh, <clears throat> let me just see if I can try to explain this but last November I feel was was um, from then till now, like it was really November when I when I think things started to shift. I kind of started to go through like an exponential growth. Um, I guess just like overall, just like internally and like spiritually and emotionally, like and maybe psychologically too. Just the things that I feel like I've learned and experienced since November uh, have really just been like an exponential growth. Um, so I was on tour in November. But this was, this most recent run of shows was the first time that, that I was able to be like present in the degree that I was. 
Um, so what I mean by that is, like, when, when we go to do things in our lives, so, like, what, like, let's just say you have, like, a job interview, or you're going on a vacation, uh, or you have an audition or something. So when you, when you go from, like, being, let's just say, being in your room, being, like, <clears throat> you wake up and have a coffee and you're just chilling, like, listening to music in your room, that's a very comfortable space. That's a space where you can be very present because you're not thinking about it because you're used to it, right? But when we go and do something else or go elsewhere, we kind of build up, we build it up in our minds as like a separate place, a separate event. Um, so we have, I think we have a lot of mental kind of uh, stigma, is that the right word? Maybe. Uh, things kind of already already tied to it before we do it. So so therefore I think we kind of act differently and we're, we're not able to be as present. Um, because because we've already kind of built it up in our minds and we're kind of running through scenarios in our minds as we're doing it. So. Whatever we built up in our heads kind of determines how we're going to act when we're there. So that's why I think it's like when you go to, like, you can prepare for a speech every day, but then when you actually go to do it, it's you, you forget everything you practice because, you know, you've, you've been worried about doing this thing that when you get there, your brain is like, oh, we're in the situation that we were thinking about, and this is how you were thinking about yourself in the situation. So we're going to, we're going to switch to that mode. And that's like generally kind of how it works. But so kind of what, I, what I'm trying to say is like what I wanted to be able to do was carry the, the level of comfort that I have in my room uh, onto the stage. And like this tour, when I walked on stage when I was meeting people, it literally felt like I was just getting out of bed. Like it was just like, I might as well fucking play the shows in my room. Because like I was just, I was very comfortable, I was very present, like it just felt the same. And one thing that I kind of thought about recently, I don't know if I ever mentioned this in the podcast, but it's just like an interesting thought that I had, um, <clears throat> is that I feel like life, the more, like, I'm more and more, re like, understanding that it is just perspective constantly. There's no really right answer. It's just all perspective. Like, anything can be perceived, like, so many different ways. So, for example, this is kind of what I was thinking about. So, let's just say, like, all the, all the places you've been in, in your life, like, you've, maybe you've moved or you've gone to a new city or you've, like, gone on a trip somewhere or you've walked to a coffee shop, whatever. Um, those appear to be, like, different places, different actual physical spaces, right? Um, but here's, here's like, this is what I thought about is that if you imagine your field of vision left to right, like what you can see right now as a windshield, right? Even if you turn your head, you kind of have this limited like, like field, um, <clears throat> and all your senses put together as a windshield, let's say you can put them down to one, one dimension or two dimensions or whatever. Like just imagine it as like a, like a windshield. Even though it seems like everywhere you go is a different place, it's still, it's only happening within that windshield, right? So it's actually is in a way happening in the exact same space, no matter where you are, no matter where you are, like every, everywhere you've been in your life has happened right here. Just think about that for a minute, just see if you can like understand that because it's, it's a little hard to worry, but that's kind of what I'm saying. So it's, it's a little easier to look at, for me to look at things through that lens because it's like, whether I'm in my room or I'm on the stage, like I'm still consistent. And it's just allowing that environment to, to switch how I feel is kind of what creates like anxieties and problems. Um, so anyway, I really just like worked up to that point to maintain that and I was able to do it um, when I left, when I went on tour. It really just, that kind of added a whole other dimension to, to the shows because it really didn't just feel like, oh, I'm like a musician going on tour and this, these are the things that I have to do. It just felt like I'm like just present. I'm conscious right now, like that's it. Like it's the same as if I'm sitting in my room and like, Carrying that and, and focusing on that and acting through that as far as like when I sang and when I met people and stuff like that They just brought a whole other depth to it that I, I wasn't able to achieve until until now. So that was like really incredible um, So 
after that, I stayed in Scotland for a, for a week. Uh, and usually when I go on tour, I, I never, I, I always just kind of go on tour and I go home. For whatever reason, I, you know, in my mind, it's like tour's over, back to back home. Like, I, it's just kind of this thing, because that's what I've always done. And I, I was just like, well, why? Why? You know what I mean? Like, why Why do I have to do that? I have, I've, you know, been blessed with, like, like I, I travel for what I do. And, uh, you know, I'm able to stay in this country for a certain amount of time before I have to go because of, like, work permits. So I was like, why don't I just, like, enjoy that? And so anyway, I, I ended up staying in Scotland for a week in this place called Peebles. Peeblesshire. And uh, it's, like, 40 minutes away from Edinburgh. Beautiful spot. Like, just fucking absolutely gorgeous. And I'd never really, I've never really gotten the chance to like just chill there in Scotland. I, I passed through, I played shows there, but never, never had the chance to really like experience it. Um, and I have to say, like it was, I'm fucking in love with it. It was like one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. Um, and this is kind of going to all tied together because just a lot of crazy shit happened. Uh, so I stayed there for a week, and it was just, like, beautiful. It's just this little town. It, like, looks like you're in fucking Game of Thrones. Like, it's just this little town, like, old buildings, old churches. There's, like, so much history. There's all these, like, hills. Like, to me, they're mountains because Ontario's fucking flat. Um, but so it's just, like, I woke up, and, you know, there were, like, birds chirping, and, like, I just make a coffee and, like, stare out the window, and it's just quiet. It's just peace. And uh, I just... I did not realize how much I missed that, you know? I, like, since I lived in the city, like, it's... It's constant, it's 24-7, it's going, there's, you know, it's just, you feel it, you feel it when you're here, it's just this constant, like, unease, like, uncertainty, like, anxiety, just, just simply because of the environment, um, which in a way I think, like, I, I appreciate because it's given me perspective, and it's definitely changed me in a, in a way that I, I think was necessary, but I, when I was in Scotland, like, I didn't realize how little I experience nature now, and I didn't realize, like, how much my soul needed that, like, literally, I remember, like, you know, seeing a like just seeing the grass by the river, and like I, I'm just like, oh my god, like I need to just like touch it. I need to go and stand there and like touch it, and just like this little spot, I need to like touch the grass. I need to like see the water, and like I felt this like it's like the, a fucking hug to my spirit, man. Like it was crazy. It was just beautiful, and um, I remember just like be like being able to see the stars. Like we were driving back home. I'll call it home for now because it was home for me for a week, and like looking at the sunroof of a car. I could see all the stars, like, so I just fucking laid there and I looked at them, and it brought me back to, like, this essence, like, I, it's so hard to explain, but it brought me back to, like, why I started music, it brought me back to why I started fucking making music, like, and what used to inspire me, and, and what I was connected to, like, the entire time when I was starting, and it was just this kind of ethereal feeling of, like, like, the, oh my god, like, the stars, like, I don't know, it just, there's, like, a part of me, a part of my music, a part of this whole existence that I feel like just lies up there and like the moon and I just had forgotten about all this and so to be reconnected with that again was the biggest blessing I could have ever asked for because I didn't even know that I needed it and uh, I didn't realize like what it was going to do to me um, so yeah so anyway it was just an absolutely wonderful time and uh, there's a lot more that happened obviously and it was like you know, we could talk about it for fucking hours, but it was just really, it was a lovely time. It was one of the best weeks I've ever had. And uh, just to slow down, you know, to slow down and be like, you know, life isn't the way that I feel like it is when I'm in the city. That's, that's just because I'm in the city. It's like, it actually still exists outside of that. And it's like, depending where you are and how, how your culture is and how you like, 
you can pick and choose like where you live. You can pick and choose like what you want to experience on a day-to-day -day basis. And uh, it was just so amazing. And like the people there, are just I don't know. It's just it just got more of an earthy, down-to-earth kind of vibe because they preserve that there. Um, and you just, just got an energy. Like it's just got a, a vibe. Anyway, so I came home and I. So I flew home from uh, from London. Uh, I had I had a layover in London, and I flew back from London to Toronto uh, yesterday. I got the flight was like seven hours long, and I got in at like three three o'clock p.m. And I had bought tickets for this event called the Divided Brain, uh, which is was an event in Toronto. I had bought tickets like weeks ago, and uh, it was like at seven p.m. So I got back at three, and I had to leave and go to that at seven. So. One of my favorite authors, one of my favorite um, psychologists is Jordan Peterson. And a lot of people, there's a lot of controversy around him because of his political views. And uh, that's not why I listen to him. That's not why I watch his lectures or read his material. Um, it's just, it's very practical in the way of like helping to understand how to get your life together and how to like just be the best person you can be and how that affects the collective. Um, so he, like his materials really actually really just like helped me a lot in the last couple months like since I started getting into it um, And just the way he words things really just like makes sense to me So I went I went I wanted to go to this event because he was speaking there But also the the divided brain is is a documentary that was made um, It's a Canadian it was made by a Canadian uh, producer um, Based on the work of a guy named Ian McGillchrist and he's like he's a also like a doctor, like a psychologist, and I'd say probably even philosopher from, he lives in Scotland now, which was crazy because it was just like, I had just gotten back from Scotland, I had no clue that he lived there, and a ton of the documentary was filmed like in Edinburgh in Scotland, so it was just really strange coincidence stuff. Um, and and uh, so he was discussing it at the end as well via Skype, um, and uh, the guy named Norman Deutsch who wrote uh, The Brain That Changes Itself uh, was also there speaking. Um, so it, I, it was just stuff that I was really interested in and I wanted to go so the film It was basically we watched the film and then there was a discussion at the end um, But I want to talk about what the film was about and why that re why it resonated so much and why uh, <clears throat> It just all felt like it was I was supposed to be there like so The the film is is basically about uh, the two hemispheres of our brains So you probably heard like left brain right brain um, and I've heard of that obviously in my life. Like I know I have two hemispheres. Uh, I've known that, but I, I I didn't know like I did not understand remotely like what that was all about and how they operate and how they operate independently and together. And this whole documentary was about that. Um, so just like to sum it up, because I, you can go research it on your own, but I in the for context it would probably easier if I tell you. So left brain, I, I would say is probably like best way I can say is like linear so like data analyzing things fragmenting things doesn't really see the meaning in anything it's just it's data you know it's like analyzing it's very like linear rigid 90 degree angles like just think about it in in that way and the right brain is like the hippie brain I'll call it uh, so it's like circular it's like you know sees the the greater picture um, you know it's like creativity flow so it's like it's like the hippie side of your brain and the left brain is like the fucking math teacher side of your brain so <clears throat> so they, they they both have their functions and the left brain I didn't know this but the left brain controls the right side of your body and the right brain controls the left side of your body so for whatever reason it's like crisscrossed which is crazy because like even today I was thinking like I, I was noticing like what my right hand does and what my left hand does like even like you know I was at, I was at Walmart I had to get a memory card 
and uh, I noticed that my left hand was holding, I bought like a huge bottle of water, my, I grabbed that with my left hand and my right hand was holding the memory card. And I was like, why, did, why didn't I grab the water with my right hand? It was just like, well, water is like flow and my right brain's controlling my left hand and like memory card is like going in my computer and my left brain is like more analytical. It was just fucking weird to notice that shit. So I've started to kind of notice that um, and like things you naturally do with each side of your body. Uh, anyway, so kind of getting off topic here. But anyway, so this whole, his thesis was basically that the way that our, like the problems that we have in our world right now um, and the way that our society is built right now and the things that are happening are because we are acting more so through our left brain than our right brain and our right brain is being suppressed and I, I like it just fucking blew my mind because it was just like think about think about how we are right now as humans we're fucking obsessed with measuring things we're obsessed with data we're obsessed with logic like look at the way our cities are built everything is a fucking right angle everything is a grid um, everything is like fucking categorized like cubicles and apartments and like it's fucking crazy like even the art that we have now so he kind of went back and like went through different civilizations and eras of hum of civilization and uh, kind of was pinpointing like these things are different because it was more right brains and like during the fucking you know 60s the 70s whatever like when people were doing psychedelics all the time and like people were, were hippies and it was all about love and, and like people were more right brained at that time and it was very interesting because he there were all these like cases of people who had had um, a, like a stroke on one side of their brain and uh, how how their lives had changed and you know what what things they weren't aware of uh, or, or were more hyper aware of depending on which side of the brain was like you know operating properly and which one had been damaged um, but Anyway, so Dr. McGillchrist, the guy that uh, wrote the book that this film was based on, basically said that like our civilization right now is operating the same as if as somebody who who has had right brain damage. So the way that we're operating is as if we don't have a fucking right brain, or we've had like a stroke on our like hippie brain. And I think one of the most important points that I want to kind of say that kind of sparked me was. Um, and sort of I didn't do the best job explaining that. It's just like it's a lot of like science shit that I'm, I don't really, you know, I can't remember all the science behind it, but it's like that's the general gist of it. But anyway, so one thing that I think really hit home, and I think that, that the, is the main reason I wanted to talk about this, <clears throat> is the left brain doesn't see meaning in things. The, you know, the left brain doesn't understand the whole or the context. The right brain is what understands the meaning and understands relationships and understands like body language and and that kind of thing so the schooling sit like the, our fucking school system is literally like suppressing our right brain and and this this is makes so much sense to me and I and like it just was like oh my god this is why fucking every like so many people are unhappy and like feel like their life has no fucking meaning because think about it like all that you pretty much all you're taught is like data fucking remembering things fucking analyzing shit you know like math fucking all this shit that's just like data and the subjects like music and art and drama are like lowest on the priority list 
Like they don't fucking matter. Like you can you can take them or not take them. You can you know it doesn't really matter. Like they're not like they're not necessary. Like it's we're not they're not prioritized. Is kind of what I'm saying. So basically for the for the first fucking however like ten years of our lives like I don't know I guess eight I guess like twelve years of our lives we're literally like our right brain is pretty much like suppressed. Maybe like when we're young we do like arts and crafts in school and stuff but like when you actually start to get older it's like you you start to lose that because every single day you're you're basically taught that all that shit is not important all that matters is like data and how good you are at analyzing shit and how good you are at remembering things and you're a fucking failure if you don't and if you're good at music or if you're good at art that shit doesn't matter because it's not important it is so fucked up and and our society, I think, is actually the product of that. And that was kind of the whole thesis of the film. And he was just like, yo, like, we have to do something about this. Like, we need, we need to do, like, we need to, people need to understand this. And I almost, like, I was, like, almost tearing up because it was just like, oh, my God, like, it's so fucking true. It's like, why do you feel sometimes, like, life has no fucking meaning? It's because you learn all this shit, but it, do, it, it's, it doesn't mean anything. It's like, it's like you, you taking all this data but it's just like it's your left brain like it doesn't really mean anything like it's just like all these little pieces and fragments that you you take in your whole life and uh your life i think just to be happy like you need your life has to have meaning and for me like i that it really just made me look back at <clears throat> music and it was just like i was in school but like the only thing that made me feel like i had purpose was music to this day is art and, and if I was taught my whole life that that shit didn't matter which I was um, until I decided to go off my own and not listen to anybody if I hadn't made that decision though it's just like I would prob probably be like so miserable because that to this day creating things and expressing myself via like more of a right brain kind of activity and, and like you need both in order to do anything but just more of like a you know that kind of side of things like that if I didn't have that like I would be miserable and I think that's why like so many so many people are miserable and feel like they have no fucking meaning in their lives because we're, we don't explore that side of ourselves you know and, and I it makes me so fucking sad because I know so many people like I know so many people that like I've met like yo, you could you could have a fucking career in singing. You could have a fucking career in in photography. You could have a career in fucking writing because you're so good. Like I met so many people like that, but it's it's this secondary thing. It's like oh uh, yeah, it's just like a hobby. Like you know, I work at the I work this job or I ha I, my parents wanted me to go to university. It's like why the fuck is it that way? Why is it so backwards? Why isn't it like yo, like no, you're really good at this. Why do you make that your priority? Because number one, you're gonna be fucking happy because you're doing something that you're you know you're good at, and uh, is a special thing that like it's not just like a normal fucking thing. And number two, you're good enough at it that you can make a fucking living easily if you put the time and effort in. Why is it why is it so pushed to the side? And this kind of comes back to like a lot of the other things I've talked about where it's just like there's no logical foundation for any of it. It's literally only because we were conditioned that way. And uh, it's a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing. And um, I think I really do, I, I really do think that it needs to fucking change. And it's not even like, you know, I'm not going to claim that I understand like the science behind all that shit. But it just, it was more of like, it kind of backs all the things that I've always thought. You know what I mean? Um, and I really just... <clears throat> It made me think about 
my own my own situation and this is this is why um this is why it really just hit me so hard because I was just in Scotland and this dude that wrote this entire fucking uh, the book what was the I forget what the book was called. It's a massive book, but the one that, that the film is based on lives in Scotland, and a bunch of it was shot in Scotland. And uh, he started to talk about the landscape of Scotland and how like you know it's it's flowing. It's like more like you can look out and see this giant bigger picture as opposed to like being in a, like a city that's like all fucking right angles. He's like I live here because the landscape and like that stimulates that side of my brain and that side of my being. And I was just like, oh my god, like, that's what I felt when I was there. And it was just so crazy to, like, like, on such a personal level, feel that and hear him say that. And, uh, it also made me think about my music as well. Um, because I think, as far as music, music is also reflecting where I think we're at as a collective as far as, like, the side of our brain like the more analytical like structured sides like music is just fucking math now most of like the mainstream music is math you know and uh i think that's why it's fewer and far between that you just hear like fucking acoustic guitar and somebody singing on the radio you never hear that you just don't because that's that's not the side that we're on right now and that is foreign to us and so anyway it made me realize like i've been getting fucking like doing this fucking like i've been getting like reeled in to to this scientific math like mathematical side of music and these constant thoughts of like I need to I need to make music like this in order to like appeal to people and and for people to like listen to it and understand it and I've just my brain has just been like automatically thinking those things and kind of dragging me towards those things over the over the last couple of years and I was just like oh my god like I had this fucking epiphany of like oh my god I understand it now I need to forget about all that. Like, I have to because the like the reason that people even fucking started to listen to me is because I just played an acoustic guitar and sang, and that's what I loved, and that's what everybody loved, and that's 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 what I need to do again. And I I've said that a couple times probably like you know I've gone back and forth so much about acoustic music and electronic music and whatever. And I think at the end of the day, a lot of people don't seem to care what kind of music I make. They like it anyway, but. I just realized, like, I started to, to think these things without even being conscious of it necessarily, and I've started to make these other kinds of music, which I think are good. I think the songs I've made are good, and, like, the, it's fun and, and whatever. I'm still saying what I want to say, but, like, I've pretty much, like, abandoned my roots as far as, like, I remember when I started, and I was just like, I'm going to do this my whole life. I'm going to be the biggest fucking acoustic artist ever and like I want to be as big as Ed Sheeran and I want to like play in front of that many people and I want to be able to show people that you can do something that everyone tells you that you can't do and I want to show as many people as possible that and that was my driving force for so many years and um, I was just like oh my god I, I, like I fucking forgot I forgot and I forgot that I needed to do something that was more right brain and more like just something you don't see because that's that's what people are looking for and not not even as far as like to be successful I just mean like when you see something that's like real you know it like you feel it. that's like that's why I think that's why Ed Sheeran is fucking massive because he, he he's doing something real he's doing something that not everybody can do or has the courage to do and I think we are all searching for that 
whether it's in music or in a fucking film or just somebody on the street that tells you something that's like real we're searching for that because because everything is synthetic now everything is like categorized and, and patterns and we're living in that every day and we don't even realize it and we, we've lost this right side of our brain I'm just kind of keep going back to like the right and left side because it just made so much sense but like we've lost that as a collective and we've lost the meaning so when you feel that meaning from someone or something it means so much to you and it can stimulate something in you and it can inspire you just even one little thing because it's not the norm anymore it's not you know what I mean so it just it really fucking blew my mind and put things in perspective and it made me made me realize like there's there is like a greater issue like there's just there's this massive issue that I don't think like anybody knows about and I hope I do hope this film like I feel very lucky that I got to see the premiere of it because it's something that I feel like people do need to watch you need to watch it you know it, it because it will put things in so much perspective for you but so yeah when it comes out please please watch it it's called the divided brain and I really think that it'll like it'll just like put things in perspective for you but anyway, so it just kind of made me, like, all of the things that just happened to me made me, like, it just really put me in touch again with something. It's not even so much like a, like, just like spiritual thing. It's just my, my roots, like my, like, original plan, my original fucking drive to just, like, do, to just, like, try to preserve that, like, realness. And, uh, so anyway, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. And it was, it's, it's really hard to articulate all this. And I'm not the best with like facts. I'm just my brain is not wired that way. So if I got some stuff wrong, I apologize. If I've gotten some stuff wrong in my previous podcast, just how it is. I try my best to explain things. I'm just more of like a free flowing, like trying to like put fucking feelings into words is really hard. Um, but yeah, it was just crazy, man. And actually, somebody messaged me today and was like on my Instagram was like, hey, like were you at the divided brain last night? Like I, like one of my followers, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I was there!" Like it was just cool as somebody who like listens to my mu music was also there. So that actually was really cool. That actually really made me happy. Um, really, really made me happy. It was really cool. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So I, I, I do plan. Well, I know I need to. Um, I need to, I need to get back on my fucking track of. I've got, I've got like, I've got something I got to do. You know, I've got, I've got to just try to preserve that. I've got to, uh, to try to change things as much as I can, because I really believe. And and the reason that again this this hits home to, or just kind of really meant so much was because <clears throat> I think that's why a lot of people are unhappy and why a lot of people commit suicide and, and harm themselves and get addicted to things is because there's no meaning anymore. There's no meaning. And just, just to understand some of the actual reasons to why that is, is why this was such a powerful thing to me. Um, so anyway, I just, I really, I want to do what I can to, to try to shift this fucking thing, man. Like, I, I think the school system is such a problem. It's such a problem. It's something that, like, nobody has the balls to, like, stand up and, and say. Like, I, I don't know. Like, maybe people are, are trying to work on that. I, I need to, like, research a bit. But, I like, it's just so fucked up. And I don't want anyone else to go through that anymore. I don't want I don't want anyone to feel like their talent or their gift, it doesn't matter. I don't want anyone to feel that because it's not true. It's so unfair. And if everybody was allowed to express themselves and told that that mattered and told that that was a priority, 
imagine the world, like actually fucking imagine the world. If everybody was doing something like that they loved and that they could express themselves instead of just fucking analyzing data and trying to like compartmentalize every fucking piece of their lives and feel like they need to get a job where they're just going to be fucking shoved into a machine and like they're just going to be a fucking number the rest of their lives because that's what we're conditioned to do. That is literally what we're conditioned to do. Like the school system is still built to condition people to work in fucking factories. Like it is so outdated. And it's, it's, it really pisses me off. It really pisses me off, guys. And I, I just want to try to, like, try to change something. And, uh, anyway, so, so what I'm going to do is I have a couple, uh, like, emo rap fucking hip, I don't know, emo rap songs that I, I'm going to put out uh, that are already done. But after that, I, I am probably going to do this soon. Um, I'm going to go, and I'm going, I am going to write just acoustic music. I, I'm going to do an EP or an album of just acoustic music. I, I don't, I don't want to do any more electronic stuff for the time being. Cause that's, that's just, I, I need to, I need to, I need to get my, get to know my acoustic guitar again. I need to fall in love with that again. Not that I ever fell out of love, but I need, that's, that's, that's my true like nature. That's, that's just what I need to do. And I just, I've known that for a while. I don't know what happened or when it happened to kind of throw me off, but just all the things that happened recently really fucking like just made so much sense so um, yeah so that's what I'm gonna do and uh, I just need nature really need nature again so anyway guys I hope that made sense um, I hope that made sense it's a lot to explain but uh, I just want you to know like when you like when you feel that because so many people message me about that and that's again why this just meant so much to, to understand from a different perspective because so many people have messaged me and told me that they're miserable, that they don't know what their purpose is, that their life doesn't have any meaning, that they have anxiety, that they're sad, that they want to kill themselves. And I'm sick and tired of people having to feel that way. I am. It's not fair. It's not fair at all. And I, I just need you to know that your feelings are fucking 100% valid. 100% valid. And you, you have plenty of reason to feel that way but I want you to know it is not something wrong with you it's something wrong with the collective it's something wrong with society it's something wrong with uh, with the world and our thinking and you could say that maybe you know it's what needs to happen at this point in time for whatever you know reason maybe the universe needs I mean it's happening so it must be that's what the universe is intending at the moment but I want you to know it's not just you it's not just you and what you're good at and what you love matters more than anything and uh, I've been lucky in my life to where I've, I was able to, to catch that feeling very early and cultivate it and write it and, and make that, literally make that my life. Very, very blessed to be able to, be able to have done that. And I want you, I, but I just, I want you to know that like, it's not because I'm fucking special. It's not because I was lucky or, you know, it just chance. It's something that you can also do. And I'm just a fucking human just like everybody else and anybody else is doing any of the things that you want to do is also just a human like anybody else so I just I want you to know like you can and, and you should you should do it if you follow if you follow that creativity and that uh, ethereal whatever it is because there's a difference you know there's a difference between like reading a poem and just letting it be a poem 
And there's a difference between reading a poem and then like analyzing it as, as like a piece of literature. There's a difference between the energy you feel and the one energy of just like when, when a song hits you or you love somebody, you can't put it into words. But when, you, when, you, when you're doing something that you love, when you're creating something, it is the same energy and you can't put it into words. And that's because it is beyond words and it's beyond this fucking physical realm. It's a beautiful, powerful energy that will guide you and will, if you allow it to bloom, it will pull you. And you don't have to worry about fucking anything. I promise you, if you trust fully in that, you won't have to worry about fucking anything and it will guide you. And uh, all, all the shit that people tell you has absolutely no logical basis aside from what they were conditioned to think. And they haven't questioned their own beliefs about what you can and can't do in this life. So fucking prove them wrong because you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. So, yeah. Anyway, that was a bit fiery. But for the right reasons, I think. And I feel like I got I got a little work to do as far as that. And I need to get the fuck out of the city for a while. So tonight I'm actually going to go and stay in the country for a couple days. Maybe even longer. I just I need that. So thank you guys so much for watching or listening. I love you. And I hope this made sense. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. I better uh, edit this. So I'm not late again. What time is it? Oh, it's 3.30. Okay. I love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. Stay cozy. I will be posting regular episodes every week again. Um, and, uh, yeah. Cool. You guys are amazing. I fucking love you. And I'll put out some new music soon. Some more, like, emo trap, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And then all acoustic. I need... I'm, I'm doing that. I need to do that. And that's that's why I played a song at the beginning. It's just like I... I don't do that enough, so... Anyway, love you guys. My mom's calling, so I'm gonna end this. Peace. See you next week. See you next week. Bye.